This is the Careers in Review podcast. We'll show you how to navigate the job market and career space like a pro. Starting now, here is your host, Ediana Rosen. Hello, Careers in Review podcast listeners. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be doing a live LinkedIn review for one of the listeners who have sent it in. And again, if you're interested in having yours, make sure to just leave a review to the podcast. It has to be a written review. You have to take a screenshot of the review. Send it over to careersinreview at gmail.com. And I will go ahead and do a review of your LinkedIn profile completely for free on one of my lives on my IG or TikTok. So I wanted to give you a just behind the scenes of what it looks like for me to do a LinkedIn review for those who need it. So again, this is going to be a little bit different because this is a podcast, so it's not going to have the visual aspect of it. So I'm going to have, I'm going to do my best to be able to be as descriptive as I can as I go through this. It's probably going to be one of the shortest episodes because I am going to try to move through these quickly. And I do have quite a list to go through when it comes to the reviews. So thank you so much for trusting me to do this. And I'm going to go ahead and get started. The first person that has sent in their LinkedIn profile from last week is our friend here, Kanika Sharma. So I'm so excited to have you, Kanika Sharma, here on the LinkedIn profile review for free on the Careers and Review podcast. And I am doing a double down. (laughs) I am actually live on Instagram at the same time that I'm recording this podcast. So as people join in, please make sure to go ahead and leave your questions on the live because once I am done recording the podcast, I want to jump into the live on Instagram, answer all of your questions because I'm going to be sending the replay of this to the amazing listeners who have been sending in all of our LinkedIn profiles. Hello, hello. Everybody say hello on the live. (laughs) Welcome. Wow. Already 43 people on the live. I am so excited. I love going live on Instagram because I feel like my people here are just so active. If you are sending your LinkedIn profiles, please make sure that you are sending in a screenshot of the review, written review to the podcast at Creation Review Podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. The review has to be on Apple to count. And then you send it over to careersinreview at gmail.com and send the URL. And I'm happy to do the free LinkedIn profile review. So the first thing that I'm going to do again, I'm going to try to be as descriptive as possible because of the podcast. But essentially, what we're going to do here is see that Kanika Sharma here. Thank you so much for sending in this LinkedIn. The first thing is personal preference. You do not have a banner and that's totally okay. When it comes to job searching, that does not really matter. It does not add any points. We don't really care as recruiters. But remember that LinkedIn is essentially a social media profile. So the more you utilize all of the features that they give you, potentially the more they will be ranking you in the algorithm. If actually LinkedIn has free banner. So you can just use a free banner from LinkedIn and that should be fine. The second thing is going to be your profile picture. I think your profile picture looks just fine. I'm able to see your face. I think you're facing the camera. I'll potentially make it a little bit closer so that I can see your face just a tad bit more. But I think I like it because, you know, it's really casual. Sometimes psychologically speaking, when you are crossing your arms, it makes you look like you're less welcoming. So that's just something to keep the back of your mind. But again, that does not affect your reach outs whatsoever. Just wanted to mention that as a personal preference. The second thing is your headline. So when you do have a headline, the headline is going to be the most important thing because when we are doing research on the back end or utilizing LinkedIn Recruiter, we do put in keywords or 
search engine optimization. And this is the number one thing that comes up. So this is the part that gets highlighted. The headline is what's right under your name for those who are listening to the podcast. So the first thing is the banner. I'm going in the order in which I see the profile. So the first thing is the banner. The second thing is going to be the profile picture. The third thing is going to be the person's name, which there's really nothing to change there. Right below your name is going to be the headline, which is the most important thing. Something that I like to tell people is, what do you do for companies? So I see here that Kanika has community and outreach, published author, assistant professor, English, researcher, educator, content writer, English language instructor. So I just see a lot of like keywords separated. And that's great because it seems like if I were to be looking for all of these things, I could find you. However, I think you can take it even a step further and tell me when you say community and outreach, like what does that mean? Community and outreach for what? Like go a little bit step further and tell me what that's for. You have a lot of titles here. So what are you looking for exactly? What do you want people to reach out to you for? And that should give you a little bit more traction because right now you have all of these different things like you're a researcher, you're a professor, you're a content writer, you're an an instructor, you're an educator. So like essentially that can confuse recruiters when they're looking for things because essentially recruiters are not going to be looking for all of these things in silos for one particular role. So when you are filling out your headline, you need to understand exactly what you want to be found for and go really deep into what you want to have on your headline. A quick formula that I like to teach people is I help XYZ to achieve ABC. And the ABC can be whether you save someone time, you make someone money, or you improve something. And what do you help them with? What is your area of expertise? What is it exactly that's your zone of genius? And you can provide that. I think you can do a quick search on Google and say, provide me an I help statement for whatever your profession is. And it potentially would be give you a, a title. And then after that is when you can come in and do slash whatever else, slash whatever else. And that whatever else potentially or preferably will be very well connected with that job that you want to land. And the way that you can find that out is taking a look at what other people in your industry are using. What are they being found for? Specifically for people that are working at companies that you want to work for. That is going to be key because especially when they say LinkedIn helped me find this job, sometimes when they have recently been hired, I think since last year or two years ago, LinkedIn added this feature where if you find a job and it was because of LinkedIn, you're able to add that in your your job. So even so, when somebody has that LinkedIn help them find a job, most likely you would want to mirror what they have on their profile. Okay, so moving on, the next thing is I see that you're in Vancouver, British Columbia, perfect. So if you're looking for a local position, that's a very well-known area. So people will know to find you there. The next thing is that I see that you're pretty active on LinkedIn. So that's great. You don't have to be, but I think that there was an article published not too long ago from LinkedIn themselves that the more active you are, the more they push you in the algorithm because essentially they signal to the recruiter that you're quote-unquote more likely to respond And so they want to push people who are more likely to respond to recruiters because recruiters and companies are paying a lot of money for these recruiter seats or these access to special accounts for recruiters. And so they want to essentially give recruiters a good customer support and service. They're not going to be pushing out accounts that are going to be dead accounts or accounts that are not likely to respond to messages from recruiters. So it's great that you are participating in the algorithm. The next thing after your activity is going to be your about. So your about section essentially 
It's another thing that pops up on the back end when I am doing research as a recruiter. These are also areas that get highlighted. So when I do a keyword research or when I'm sourcing for candidates, let's say that I am looking for educator and teaching. Right here in this person's about section, I see educator and teaching. Those two things will be highlighted in yellow which means that it's telling me that right right now my eyes should go here because those keywords that I looked for are present in this person's profile, which is great. So this is why you need to be very strategic about what you put in your about section because essentially you want to put in a way that sounds human, but you want to essentially put keywords in here because these keywords will be popping up when a recruiter is searching for those things. Now, how do you come up with these keywords? The best way that you can do this is by taking a look at other people's profiles, maybe 10 or 15 of them, popping those profiles into a word cloud. You can go to Google, search word cloud. A lot of them are free, if not all of them. I think all of them are free. And take a look at what are the top keywords that come up in each of these people's profiles. And it's essentially going to crawl their profiles and it's going to tell you what the top words are. Essentially, the bigger the word on the word cloud, the more prominent or the more repeated that word is in the profile. So that's another thing that can really help you. So I see here as a seasoned educator, translator, and published academic researcher with over 10 years of experience, I'm passionate about fostering inclusive, equitable learning environments. So I think that's great, but it sounds like very fluffy. So like, what does that mean? So I think that you can break it down for us a little bit. and. We are passionate about fostering inclusive and equitable learning environments. Like, what does that mean for you? Like, when you are fostering inclusive and equitable learning environments, what does that mean? Break it down and give us examples of what it means for you. My diverse background also includes work as a production designer, management, and association with theater groups, bringing a new perspective to education or approach. That's perfect. So I think you're doing really well with your about section. I think it's just better to just break it down a little bit more and maybe put even bullet points with any technical skills that you might have, anything that you think is relevant within your industry that might be searchable. So for example, if you take a look at 10 to 15 job descriptions for the job that you might want to go for, again, I don't know the jobs that you want to go for because there's just so much on your headline. And even here on your about section, there's just a lot of roles that could be possible. So it's hard for me to narrow that down. And again, I'm looking at it as a stranger. So if I were a recruiter jumping into here, I wouldn't know what you would be looking for. So that's confusing. So right then and there, I think that you really have a lot of room for improvement on being a little bit more intentional about what you want people to see when they're taking a look at your profile. So break that down. Take a look at the things that you really want to land. What are the things that you want people to look at your profile for? And narrow it down from there. And take a look at other people's profiles. What do they have on their profiles? What's working for them? Even take a look at the job descriptions that you might want to land and put those as well on a word cloud. What's coming up? What's prominent? What are the keywords that keep popping up that are related to your background, that are something that you actually do have skills on, and that should really help you as well. Now, let's move into the experience section. For those who are on the podcast, that's immediately the section right under the about piece. And that also comes up as highlighted on the search. However, only the titles come up highlighted here. The blurbs or like the description of those things usually don't come highlighted. But I still recommend that you fill it out if you want to, because I think that, again, utilizing the more stuff that you can within the profile will potentially help you come up higher on the search, which is essentially what you want. 
So I see here coordinator outreach and community programs. So managing outreach and community programs, creating print collateral and managing all social media platforms for the Department of World Languages and Literature. Okay, perfect. So I think that's great. Maybe even giving us a blurb of like what Simon Fraser University concentrates on. Like if they have a specialty program, I think it would be great to highlight that. And also just breaking this down into bullet points. Remember that people are very visual. So if you give them a little bit of a break when it comes to reading, that would be great as well. This is just personal preference, does not help you with the job search at all. This is just telling you some things that I'm seeing visually. It seems here that you are assistant professor on Delhi University. Also, you just kind of, you came over from India to Canada. Perfect. Okay, so there's a lot here as assistant professor. There's just a lot in here. So you don't have to have all of these things. You can leave it if you like, if you think that is relevant. But I usually tell people to leave anywhere between three to five bullet points at the most because essentially your LinkedIn profile is supposed to be a highlight reel of what you want your resume to be. So you want people to feel enticed to want more. So leave the most impressive things on your LinkedIn profile and then entice people to want to come back for more. Whatever tips I'm giving you for one of these experiences is going to be applicable for the rest. So that's why I'm scrolling through that piece. The next piece is going to be education. So not a lot to add here. If you have education, great. If you don't, you can leave that empty. If you have any type of certifications that you think is relevant, you can add that here as well. And then the next thing is going to be volunteer. So again, not necessary at all. That does not help you in any way, unless it's really correlated to the job that you might want to do. And if you lack the experience, technical experience, then you can add anything that has to do with volunteering that might essentially give you that legs up on the experience piece. The next thing is going to be licenses and certifications. Now, this is more specifically for people who are in the technical industry. I do know that there's a bunch of people now who do certifications and things like that, but I just don't think that they carry as much weight as actual experience. So if you do have certifications, I think it's great. Now, if you have a break on your resume and were unemployed or were taking care of a loved one or whatever the case might be, I think certifications can help you because it can teach the recruiter or the hiring manager that you are actually keeping yourself busy and continuing to stay up to date with what's going on in the industry and keeping up with the jargon and all that stuff. So that could be important. So the next thing is going to be skills. So I see that you have all of your 50 skills filled out. Some people agree that you need all 50 skills. Other people think that you don't. I say that if you have all 50 skills and you can get all of them, go for it. If you don't have all 50 skills, please don't sweat over it. I think, you know, 10 to 15 would be good as long as they're very related to the job that you're looking for and they can get you some eyes onto your profile. I think that usually even 30 could be more than enough and make sure that you are swapping them out according to what the job is that you're looking for. I see that you also have some publications here and that makes a lot of sense because you're a professor. So that's perfect. And I see that you're linking them out. So that's perfect. That's essentially giving you a lot of credibility. I see also some languages here, which is amazing. And the last piece is going to be interests. So I see that you're following some top voices, some companies. I think also following specific companies that you are interested in working for and then engaging with those companies. I think that that really is a long-hanging fruit that a lot of people don't take advantage of. And it can be so, so beneficial for people. That is how I've built relationships with recruiters, with hiring managers, because essentially they take a look. Some of these people that work for these companies, they follow their own account and they take a look at who's participating. What What's your train of thought? Like, what are the insights that you're adding? How can you essentially set yourself apart from 
other people? Like, can you be insightful enough? Can you ask insightful questions? Can you plug yourself in there? Not like, oh, hey, can I get a job or pick me girl type of vibe, but essentially telling these folks that you are here, that you're interested in this position, that you know what they're looking for, that you understand their lingo, you understand the language, that you know what they're looking for and all of these things. And that's really going to help you. Just get to know people, introduce yourself, and just bridge that gap between a cold reach out and somebody that they already are used to seeing on their page. Because essentially, employees are on their company's page, especially on LinkedIn, to see like, oh, what's my company posting about? They want to be supportive of whoever's running the company because, you know, when it comes to social media, if you're a social media manager, metrics are really part of your, how well you do your job and why your performance is. So that's really going to be important. So if you have the opportunity to take a look at some interest on the companies on LinkedIn, follow them, engage with them. And then also you can see if there's any active employees who are engaging there, that's your end. Like, hey, like I saw your comment on XYZ post. Like I thought that was so insightful. And then that gives you an end of like not making that connection so awkward. And that's just the easy way to not look like your self-interest and that you're actually interested in doing that. So that's the tips that I have for our listener, Kanika Sharma. For the listeners on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you have any questions. I know that it's just a audio form. So hopefully you were able to follow along. I will be linking all of the visual stuff in the show notes in case you're interested in listening to that. So the replay for that will also be there in case you want to see and hear at the same time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions, if you want your LinkedIn profile reviewed, please make sure to go ahead and send out a review to the podcast. And I am so, so grateful for you for continuing to come back to the podcast every single week. Every Monday and every Friday, we post a podcast interview here with an expert. And Fridays is just me by myself because I can talk about careers, job searching, networking, salary negotiations, and everything in between all day long. So I will see you on the Monday episode. Thank you, career reviewers. From effective networking to landing job offers, this is the podcast for action takers ready to be the best they can be without any fear. This is the Careers in Review podcast. Make sure to never miss an episode of Careers in Review. Subscribe to our podcast newsletter. You will receive exclusive information about upcoming shows, transcripts, and information about our guests. For all resources mentioned, show notes, transcriptions, and more details regarding topics discussed in today's show, please visit the Careers in Review website, www.careersinreview.com slash podcast. You can also follow Careers in Review on all socials for more exclusive video content. Thank you for listening.